بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين In a very succinct, a very beautiful hadith in which the Prophet, he mentioned just a few words, but the amount of benefit, as usual, that we can derive from what he said is tremendous, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's a hadith that we're all familiar with, and these are concepts that we're all familiar with. I just want to mention it briefly and uh, press a little bit extra on the last of the three. In the first of these three, pieces of advice, the Prophet ﷺ, he said to have taqwa of Allah wherever you may find yourself. To be mindful of Allah, to be aware of Allah wherever you are. So if someone is driving, to be mindful of Allah. What am I listening to? If someone has a phone call, how am I communicating with this person? If somebody is at work, if somebody is at school, if somebody is going for a walk around the neighborhood, how, how, can, how should I act in this situation as best I can if I really am in a state of taqwa, if I really am in a state of remembering Allah Azza wa Jal wherever I may find myself in whatever circumstances, and we ask Allah to help us to try our best in this regard. The next point, because a person may think that if I'm going to, even if I want to have taqwa of Allah wherever I may find myself, you know, what if I make mistakes? What's the very next point the Prophet mentioned, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? When you do, uh, after you make mistakes, follow, follow them up with good deeds and they'll wipe it out. So option one, of course, is to avoid spilling the red Kool-Aid on the white carpet. But in case it does happen, the Prophet is teaching us a mechanism that, you know, if it does happen, then clean it up right away and, and it'll be good as new. To follow up a bad deed with a good deed and it'll wipe it out. And then the third point, and to treat people, and to treat people with good character. To treat people with good character. And out of the three, the first one having to do with taqwa, consciousness of Allah Azza wa Jal, the second point having to do with tawbah, because one of the, the key signs that you're a person of taqwa is to also be a person of tawbah. To constantly make istighfar, to constantly be aware, to be mindful of the state of the state of your heart. Because if someone is constantly vacuuming their heart, so to speak, if they're constantly polishing their heart, and they're very mindful of that, then when there's a little bit of dust that collects, that picks up, they're going to notice it right away because it's different than the norm. But if somebody never takes the time, right, to clean or vacuum, and then there's more dust that picks up, they're not going to notice a difference because if you already have a whole lot of you know, a whole lot of dust there, a whole lot of clutter or a whole lot of whatever. And then if there's a little bit more, you're not going to notice it. But if a person is constantly caring about the cleanliness of their heart, the purification of their soul, then they're going to notice when there's something that shows up other than that. So the first point is taqwa. The second point is tawbah. Inna Allahi tawabin. Allah loves people of tawbah. Allah loves it when, when we try our best to come closer to Him as often as we can. Now, does that mean that Allah loves the sin? Of course not. Obviously not. But what the Prophet is teaching us is this mechanism. right? Just, just keep your heart clean. Just like we take the time to try to keep the home clean. Home is where the heart is. right? So let's apply that concept to the heart as well. Just like we want to have a clean home, which is a beautiful thing, in our deen, 
it's also good to have a clean heart. So there's housekeeping, there's also heart keeping. And we ask Allah to help us to try our best in that regard. Point one is taqwa, point two is tawbah, and point three is character. Because if a person really has taqwa, that's going to reflect, it's going to shine in their character. And if a person is really a person of tawbah, that's also going to show, reflect, and shine in their character. So if they accidentally step on somebody's toes, if they're a person of tawbah, they're already used to humbling themselves before Allah. They're already used to, to accepting their faults and mistakes, admitting them before Allah, and asking Him for forgiveness. So if someone is constantly using that tool, if they're constantly doing that, then that should spill over into how they treat other people. So if they're willing to constantly ask Allah, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, then that should also apply if they step on somebody's toes. Option one, don't step on somebody's toes, literally or figuratively, in case it does happen. I'm sorry, I apologize. Can you forgive me? It's second nature to them because it's second nature to them. The third point, to treat people with good character. If you have taqwa, it'll show in your character. If you're a person of tawbah, it'll show in your character. And I'll give you a brief example, especially these days. If you don't see somebody in the masjid for a couple days or for a couple weeks, don't give them a hard time. Don't criticize them. Don't, don't jump down their throat. Don't chew them out. SubhanAllah. Where's the character? Where's the rahmah? Where's the compassion? Instead of you know, getting on people's cases and asking them, where have you been? as if you're Maliki Yawmuddin, as if you're the owner, the king of the Day of Judgment, and they have to answer to you, they don't owe you an explanation, first of all. Second of all, how is your character in that conversation, in that dynamic? Instead of asking them and criticizing them, where have you been? Which in reality is not your business most of the time, if not all the time, to ask them, how have you been? How have you been? How are you doing? In a, in a sincere, compassionate way, how are you doing? Maybe they mentioned to you that, you know, I've, I, I was diagnosed with some illness. <coughs> and I've been struggling with that. My family has been sick. I've been struggling with that. They don't owe us an explanation. But if you're asking from a standpoint of love and mercy, hey, you know, how are you doing? And they say, you know, I've been struggling with this, subhanAllah. Can I help you in any way? Even if there's something small, is there anything that I can do to help you? Rahma wa khaliqin nasa bi khuluqin hasan. To take this idea and to live it. The, the, the signature of the Prophet was his character. Allah testifies to the amazing character of the Prophet. And Allah tells so this is in Mecca, in, in Medina. What's amazing is. You may expect, like when LeBron James was drafted into the NBA, there was all this pressure because there were these huge statements about who he was going to be. When those statements are made at the beginning of your career for the Prophet at the beginning of his mission, in a sense, that adds a lot more pressure because people are saying, this is the bar. Now, when people say that about an athlete, that's one thing. That's a lot of pressure. When Allah is saying that about the Prophet, in a sense, that's a lot of pressure, but... Allah knew that the Prophet would rise to the occasion because he was already there, So at the beginning of his mission, before dealing with all kinds of terrible things that were going to come and dealing with difficult people, Allah has already testified to the character of the Prophet from the beginning of his mission. And the Prophet maintained that character throughout the rest of his life. 
He already had it before. But even after that, when there's more, the eyes are now zooming in more on his character. Okay, you know, you're saying that this is revelation from God and you have amazing character. Yeah, we've seen that for the last four decades, but how about now? How about now? And the Prophet hung on to his character, hung on to it, hung on to it, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So even in Medina, Allah is saying, this is the best example. And what was the core of his message? The core of his message was to have good character. To have good character. The Prophet said that I was sent as a teacher. So, so, so that's the role. And what was his subject? I was only sent to teach good character, to perfect good character. So the first of these three points is taqwa, the second point is tawbah, and the third point is akhlaq, is character. How do we treat each other? How do we speak with each other? How do we communicate? We ask Allah to fill our hearts with love and compassion. We ask Allah to fill our character with love and compassion. We ask Allah for good character, and we seek refuge in Allah from other than the Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil